Well, hello there, my silly little gooses. Welcome back to another edition of the Midweek Breakdown presented by My Two Cents Podcast, hosted by G2. I am G2. For people that are not aware of what the Midweek Breakdown is, it's me talking to you guys for 10 to 15 minutes about any and everything. And the first thing I want to talk to you guys about is I hope that you guys were able to get your, uh, well, your, God, what was it? Your donuts from Krispy Kreme this past Monday. Monday was World... I believe it was National Kindness Day. That's the thing that Krispy Kreme was uh, celebrating. And I hope everybody was able to get their dozen donuts, free donuts, if you were a part of the first 500 people at participating in Krispy Kreme donut uh, locations. I was not able to do so because I was busy, but I guarantee you next time they have something like that, I will not uh, skip on that because if anybody has ever had a Krispy Kreme donut, they know that is one of the best donuts you actually can have around, especially when their hot and ready signs are up and on. Those donuts are top one of one. I don't think no other donut place can actually beat a Krispy Kreme donut whenever they actually have those hot and ready signs up. But again, I hope everybody was able to get their donuts. If you did, that's great. If not, hopefully, whenever they come around, you'll be able to get those. Now, moving away from that, let's get to the first thing I do want to talk about. I want to say congratulations to everybody that works in the government because it seems that they have uh, come to an agreement. The House has voted overwhelmingly Tuesday to prevent a government shutdown, as has come from the Associated Press, after the new Republican Speaker Mike Johnson was forced to reach across the aisle to Democrats when hard-right conservatives revolted against his plan. Johnson's proposal to temporarily fund the government into the new year passed on a bipartisan 336 to 95 tally but 93 republicans voted against it it was the first time the new speaker had to force litigation through the house and he showed a willingness to leave his right flank republicans behind and work with the democrats so it seems that the government shutdown has been avoided and going into the details they would say johnson's proposal puts forward a unique Critics say bizarre two-part process that temporarily funds some federal agencies to January 19th and others to February the 2nd. It's a continuing resolution, or CR, that comes without any of the deep cuts conservatives have demanded all year. It also fails to include President Joe Biden's request for nearly $106 billion for Ukraine, Israel, border security, and other supplemental funds. So, what that means is, Yes, they were able to have government workers still get paid. The government will not shut down. That's a uh, good thing. However, right now, they do not have or they haven't come up with a idea for how much money to give uh, Joe Biden to allow for his plans for Ukraine, Israel, border security, all those other funds the way that they want to uh, move around. My whole big thing is I care about the people here first. I care for the people in Ukraine. Let's not get it twisted. I care for the people over there in Israel as well that's going down in the Middle East. I care for all those situations. However, I care for the people that's over here in America first because the government here, the government workers, they rely on getting a paycheck. And if they didn't get a paycheck, it will be holy hell this upcoming holiday season because everything's going tipsy-turvy. Everything is going completely wackadoo. Yes, it's thieving seasons. People are robbing Amazon uh, vehicles. People are robbing people from their uh, gifts, from their porches, whatever you 
are supposed to be getting a package. It's the usual stuff, but it's happening more rapidly. And if a government shutdown would have happened this year, in this holiday season, especially with inflation and everything coming about, I don't think people would have had a great Christmas year. I don't think people would have had a great holiday, and I think people would have got really pissed off at the government for not getting everything worked out, if I'm going to be completely honest. So I'm glad that the government was able to work out things over here on the American front before we get to touch on what we can continue to send over to Ukraine, Israel, and everything else. So with them having that situated and taken care of, I hope they're able to come up with a money amount that they're willing to give to Ukraine, Israel, and all that stuff, because they still need it. People in Ukraine, they've been fighting a war now for what? Almost two years now, which is insane to think about, but it's true. They almost been, they've been fighting a war literally almost for two whole years, and that's insane. Israel and uh, Palestine, they're doing their thing over there, which is completely crazy to me. And Also, I hope that they're able to get the hostages released from Gaza, because apparently there's some American hostages over there in Gaza that's literally being held by terrorists. And again, I don't know much about any of this. I just be seeing it from the news. There was a rally in Washington. Nearly 300,000 people were at the rally in Washington. This was to uh, oppose anti-Semitism. This was a pro-Israel uh, rally. So people are there trying to get people to stop Israel hate, stand up for Israel, all that type of stuff. Again, people will pick their sides, whether they're pro-Israel or pro-Palestine, uh, pro all that other stuff. Hey, do what you do. I'm glad that it's just a conversation instead of people getting to a brawl. And also, there has not been any update on uh, Paul Kessler. That was the uh, Jewish man that died last week from a pro Israel pro-Palestine rally over there in California. There has not been no any new information from what I'm seeing. Um, so again, I'm hoping that people are able to just speak to one another instead of constantly getting into fights and altercations about this. Because again, you're over here in America. You're not over there in the Middle East. You have your opinions. Cool. But just keep it at that. Keep that physical crap to yourselves. Now, with that, um, next thing I want to talk about is... Self-checkouts. As people know, AI is slowly, no, not slowly, fastly approaching. We're all worried about AI, but we're also worried about uh, machines and everything taking people's jobs. And in the grocery stores, you see the self-checkout stuff. And usually some of uh, the people that usually be cashiering, it's not cashiering. There's just the self-checkout lines now that you see a massive line. Apparently, they're starting to feel some backlash from this, as this was reported by CNN. A British uh, super chain called Booths said it's removing self-checkout stations and that only two will remain out of the 28. So they're removing self-checkout out of 26 of their 28 stores. Now, over here in America, apparently Walmart, uh, Costco, Wegmans or Wagmans or whatever, and other chains have also revised their self-checkout uh, strategies, as CNN would say in their report. Our customers have told us this over time, that the self-scan machines that we've got in our stores can be slow, they can be unreliable, and they're obviously impersonal. Uh, duh. Customers at booths also frequently 
uh, misidentified which fruits and vegetables they were buying, which prompted by self-checkout machines. Alcohol purchases also were not smooth transactions, though self-checkout because employees had to verify customer uh, ages. Point being, long story less long, listen, self-checkout starting to be at least debunked. It's starting to take a step back, and I'm happy for that because, again, I hate the self-checkout situation. I'd rather have us have a person uh, scan us out. Do I think self-checkout need to be completely out of the way? No, because I believe if somebody like has one or two or even three items and they're in a rush, yeah, sure, go to the self-checkout, uh, get yourself out of there so you won't have to be in a long line with someone that has a cart of 30 things. I think that's kind of ridiculous. I think that sometimes you need to have the self-checkout be there, but only be necessary for the people that have like the little bit of groceries in their uh, shopping cart or their buggy, whatever they might have. But in general, I think that uh, there should be more cashiers. I think there need to be people working at the cashier lines instead of not having cashier lines and you have to just rely on self-checkout. It's stupid, it's dumb, and you're just allowing people to steal from your store. Now, if you're okay with that, that's fine. You allow people to steal from you, you do that all you want. Last time I checked, a business is a business. They're all about making money, and you're not going to make money if people are stealing from you. As you already heard, some people were misidentifying vegetables and fruits and probably even stealing some meats and stealing some uh, products as well. I didn't go more into the article, but you could kind of guess what they're going to be talking about. So with these companies now rethinking self-checkout, hopefully, as I said, they could just put some restrictions on self-checkout. If you have 10 items or less, go to self-checkout. Other than that, you got to go to a regular cashier and they'll cash you out. Those type of things I'm cool with. Other than that, yo, do what you do. I think that, again, self-checkout needs to be there, but for only, again, 10 items or less. Other than that, regular cashiers let people actually work instead of having uh machines take people's jobs because you're gonna have people uh crapping and moaning about oh my god my job's been took by a machine a robot well obviously because a company doesn't want to pay you but hey to each his own i'm gonna love to see more cashiers out here that's gonna be great at least for my personal opinion but we'll wait and see what happens right now, on to two updates that I got for you. The first update that I have is on the hockey player that got killed over in England, Adam Johnson. Police would say that they have arrested a man Tuesday on suspicion of manslaughter in the death of American ice hockey player Adam Johnson, whose neck was cut by skate during a game. South Yorkshire police did not name the suspect or provide his age. He was in police custody. Also, this was reported by the Associated Press. A player who plays for Sheffield, Matt Pete Grave 31, was the other player involved in the accident or incident uh, that has the hockey community just surrounded and just looking into this. Uh, they would say a video of the incident shows Johnson skating with the puck towards the Steelers' net. Pete Grave skates towards Johnson and collides with another Panthers player. Pete Graves' left skate kicks up as he begins to fall, and the blade hits Johnson in the neck. Both players land on the ice. Pete Graves immediately got to his feet. Johnson rose more slowly, and as he is helped off the ice, his jersey is covered in blood. He later died at a local hospital. Um, it would go on to say, it would be rare but not unprecedented for a hockey player to be charged, and they would list off other incidences where hockey players would 
uh, be charged uh, because of an accident or an incident that happened at the uh, hockey games. Listen, again, I just want something to happen because this just seems all too, all too weird to me. I mean, accidents do happen, and I mean, freak accidents do happen, but for a skate to just go up and just slice somebody in the neck, ugh. I'm going to keep on this one because, again, this is so bizarre, so weird to me that I think that people should know about this, and I think people should uh, keep their eyes and ears open for this because this would set, and I think it should set some, like, safety precautions because I'm not certain how... I'm not certain how sharp your blades should be if you're on an ice skate, like if you're skating on ice. I've never done it, so I'm not certain how thick or how like sharp your blades should be, but you should have a limit, or they should have some type of measure that if your blade or you fall on the ground, like you should not be able to slice someone in the arm or in the face or even in the neck, anything like that. Again, this is now being a armchair quarterback after an accident happens, me saying this, but I hope that this accident, this freak accident, as what they're labeling it right now, again, they're still looking into it, can give some safety precautions to the hockey league, the hockey community, and they can actually start changing some of their uh, blades. Again, that's their business. I'm not into hockey like that. Again, I just find this as a freak accident. I'll be staying on top of this when more information comes out. And the second uh, update that I do want to talk to you guys is about is Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders would ask for some leniency because apparently the police have been looking into the individual that stole from the Colorado football players because the Colorado football players had their jewelry stolen when they played UCLA at the Rose Bowl on October 28th. Uh, they see that they have four Beaumont High School students or the suspects are still in said jewelry and other items from the locker room. Uh, Deion Sanders would say, let's make sure these kids atone for what transpired, whether it's community service or whatever it is, but they don't lose the opportunities to change their lives. They are kids. They made a stupid, dumb, idiotic mistake. When I was 17, 18, so did I. All right, so did you. So Deion Sanders is calling for leniency on the kids. And as of right now, there have been no uh, type of arrest been made. The investigation is still going on. They will say that the case has been turned over to Los Angeles County Juvenile uh, Division. Uh, Deion Sanders would say, let's pray for these kids and lift them up. And hopefully and prayfully, they get another opportunity. I'm not certain how I would feel if I'm a football player and I got my stuff ganked and like stolen from them because again certain people have gotten their stuff back certain people have not they're still trying to grab people's stuff i wouldn't know how to feel i probably would have to talk to coach about that to feel and see what he's uh his mindset's on because if someone steals from me it's not gonna be a good day for you i will hope for me you probably be uh squaring off if i do see you with my stuff hopefully but again i get it i get what Deion sanders is saying as a older individual you look at someone being 17 18 doing something stupid you're like okay it was something stupid they stole all right give them give them back their stuff give them like a slap on the wrist give them community service their life shouldn't be destroyed because they stole some jewelry i get it i get being an older statesman saying that however if i am a person that got my stuff stolen and i'm as young as these other college football players 
I would probably want to run hands with these guys. And again, talk to Deion Sanders about that and uh, see where his head was at. Hopefully get some old sage wisdom from him. But again, I'm glad that uh, Deion Sanders is asking for leniency. I'm hoping that the college football players would follow in Deion Sanders' footsteps. And if not, don't hit these kids with jail time. If anything, let them run the fade with these Colorado football players that they stole from. At least that then, when they do run the fade and they actually get their butt tore up, then they know not to steal from someone else. Don't let jail ruin these kids' life. That's just my personal thing. Throw them over to the Colorado football players or give them like community service. So I do agree with Deion Sanders with that. And I'm pretty sure the Colorado football players would rather uh, throw hands with these kids. So now, with that all being said, it's time for me to get you guys out of here. Before I do so, I gotta do some quick quick promotion. If you guys did not listen to my Sunday episode, the Sunday episode is out right now. It's episode 150 entitled Watch Those Around You. Go and listen to that. And if you watch professional wrestling, I talk about it every Saturday. My Saturday episode is up. Wrestling Highlights of the Week is up there right now for you to go and listen to. So go and listen to those both of those episodes if you did not have a listen. And now it's time for me to get on with the song of the week. And the song of the week for this week comes from a artist called Meti. It's called Mama's Eyes. If you don't know who Medi is, Medi is the girl that was in the Rihanna Lemonade music video. She was the dancer in that. So this is my first time actually hearing her actually sing. I knew her as a dancer. So I was actually fond of the song. She got other songs out right now. So if you want to go and check that out, go and do so. But time to get on with it. Song of the week for this week, Medi, Mama's Eyes. Enjoy and have a great week. Why you do this? 
mama. You say keep my promises, but I don't. I should probably listen more.